BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Friend of a Friend. It's your host, Olivia Perez. Today, we're talking about something that has been deeply personal to me over the past year. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that last summer I had a really terrible back issue. I ended up having two herniated discs that kind of put my life on hold for a little bit. They were super painful and it got to a point where I decided to revamp my entire health and wellness routine. Everything from my diet to the way that I was working out. And in that process, I ended up learning a lot about my body and a lot about the way that it functions. And a lot of it happened to be things that went against so much of what I feel like we've been taught in media. One of the biggest things that I've learned was to include more protein in my everyday diet. Not just one time a day, I've actually gotten to a point where I'm now including protein in my diet four times a day. And let me tell you, I feel the world of a difference. During this journey, I got in touch with Angelo Keeley. He is the founder of a brand called Keon, an active lifestyle supplement and functional food company dedicated to helping people fully experience a fun and active lifestyle by providing pure energy-enhancing solutions. I'm so excited to share this conversation with you guys. We talk all about my journey and how protein and aminos have played a significant role in my recovery. And of course, we break down how protein and aminos can help you every day. We talk about the importance of muscle, protein, and aminos for body composition, aka having a toned, lean body, because not only is he super knowledgeable about the science, but he's also going to make it really easy to understand. If you want to try Keon Aminos, visit www.getkeon.com backslash friend for 20% off on monthly deliveries and 10% on one-time purchases. I am a huge fan of the mixed berry flavor. If you're going to try one, try that one. I drink it every day in the morning. I hope you guys love today's episode. If you haven't followed the show yet, please shoot us a follow and leave us a review. I love hearing your feedback on things you guys are loving or even not loving on the show. It helps us grow. As you guys know, we have new episodes every Monday, so make sure you follow so you never miss an episode. I'll see you guys next Monday. Here's my conversation with Angelo. Thank you for joining me on the show. I'm really happy to have you here. Thanks for having me, Liv. Of course. This was such a fun, kismet life moment for both of us. It's been so fun getting to know you and talk to you while also simultaneously going through my own journey in the protein space. So the minute that we got connected, I was like, this is kismet. I love it. Yeah, I I love the stories, too, of of just people discovering something like what you discovered about your life and like how one little change can have such a big impact. Yeah. And then I like getting to just be part of it, being part of your journey in that way. It's fun. We'll get into the story. First of all, how are you? How's your day going? It's good. Yeah, I brought my son on on a trip to LA, so we're having a lot of fun. 
what have you guys been doing? What's like the best thing that you've done in LA so far? Honestly, we just like walk around and ride bikes and hang out. He has like my taste in travel, which is make no plans and just observe, watch, have fun. Super refreshing because I'm the opposite. I am like, we're making an itinerary and Mm -hmm. we're hitting all of these restaurants and we're doing all these things. And this is not a vacation. This is a scavenger hunt. I can roll with that too. If someone plans it all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I I, I can't do it. I can't do all the planning. Well, I'm happy to have you here again. Totally kismet experience. And so much of what you're working on has made such a huge impact in my life. For people who are listening, who have followed me for a while, I had a pretty bad back injury a year ago. Started at the beginning of last summer. It was June. I had been traveling a lot, which I do already for work, but I was sitting on a plane and I had landed back at home and I had this like sharp radiating pain in my lower back. And I was like, oh, I think I tweaked something. And it was like radiating down my thighs, up my back, couldn't sit, couldn't stand. And for those of you who are listening who have had back injuries before, like you understand the severity of it. It is so, it just impacts your entire life. You succumb to it. And that's really what happened to me. So I was trying to find different ways to kind of heal the situation through the summer, physical therapy. My workout regimen at the time wasn't that great. I was like doing a lot of LA walks, kind of figuring it out. Decided that I was going to kind of 180 my health and wellness situation in this experience of having this really terrible back ailment. I was like, you know what? I don't know if this is 100% going to work, but I don't really feel strong right now. I don't feel like I'm eating my best. And maybe if I switch this up a little bit, it can heal itself. I was being really optimistic, honestly. And I was kind of desperate at the time because not a lot was working. And I had actually seen this doctor. I'm. This is still something so unbelievable. He said to me, he was like, and it, this doctor was the one who confirmed that I had two herniated discs. And he was like, people your age, this is so common. Late 20s, early 30s, you wake up one day with a herniated disc. And that concept terrified me. And he was like, this is really common. And the other common thing is that it usually goes away after six months. You're going to deal with six months of really uncomfortable pain. You're going to wake up one day and it's going to be gone. Didn't believe him, but that ended up being true. But along the way, I decided to kind of adapt this new health and wellness routine. Started working out, started cooking a lot at home. Two things that I still like very much implement in my routine. I'm kind of one of those like meal prep people now. And I hit the gym three times a week and I feel really good in my routine. But I walked into the gym with my trainer for the first time. And this is where you come in. He looked at me and he said, I've always been like small. I'm small frame. I'm 5'4". I'm, you know, quite thin. And I thought I was strong. I grew up dancing. I thought I had like good bones, good muscle memory, like could kind of get into a workout and feel good again. He looked at me and he goes, look, you seem strong, but I could tell by your body right now and your face and your eyes that you are not getting enough protein in your diet. And... I was like, how do you know this? And he's like, I could just tell. You're not lean. You don't have a lot of muscle to you. Maybe you work out, but you're not retaining what you're getting. I started implementing protein back into my diet, and it's been almost six months of that. It brought in Keon since you and I have met. And my entire body, health, wellness, physicality, energy, persona, 180. And it was so funny because I went through this kind of crazy life realization at the same time we met. And that's so much about your mission is bringing back and kind of destigmatizing this idea that I think women are really taught that protein is kind of the enemy. You want to slim down, don't eat a ton of protein. If you don't want to bulk up, don't eat a ton of protein. Protein shakes, no way. They're just like big bulky things that you shouldn't have. That's for the guys. Like, I feel like that's been drilled into my brain. 
And so I love what you do. I'm so happy to have you on. I'm so happy to share a little bit of my experience and what I'm learning and how the two of us have kind of come together. Because I want my audience and my listeners to learn what I've learned from a pro and how they can be healthier in their lives. I love your story. <laughs> I love supporting you in this mission. And I can confirm for anyone who doesn't see this video and is just listening, you do not look huge and bulky now <laughs> from eating protein. You look like a vibrant, healthy young woman. You look great. Your energy feels great. I feel, and by the way, I have so many other things along the way too that like don't really help with my energy. Like I have Hashimoto's and PCOS and all of those things. It's so important to regulate your energy. And I've tried all the things. Like I've done all the things that I feel like are all over Instagram, whatever. But the simplest solve for me of just getting back to what I feel like my healthiest self has been is incorporating protein into my everyday diet. And this is so much of what you do. So I want to just, for everybody that just listened to my 10-minute saga, I want to break it down <laughs> Because I feel like when you have something that's such a misconception, I just want to get to the bare bones of it. So tell me a little bit about Keon and what it is that you do and what your mission is. So our mission at Keon is really to help people have really fun, energetic, awesome lives. Hey, that's it. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. And we, we do testament, that. <laughs> personal testimony. <laughs> we do that through through food, through through functional foods and through supplements, but really fundamental, basic ones like protein, like amino acids, these things that just, if you, if you integrate them in the most fundamental basis into your diet, it can change kind of everything. And so, you know, I think maybe one of the most interesting ways to get into this conversation is just to, to tackle exactly what the trainer said to you. Like, I can tell yeah. that you're not eating enough protein. Like, why is that? How could he possibly, it was a he, Yeah. how could he possibly know that? I think what people don't realize is protein is very, very different than carbs and fat. And I think that's part of the reason why people, like some women think if I eat this protein, it's going to make me bulk up, but it's so much more fundamental than that. So if we just break it down at the most basic level, carbohydrates and fat, their primary role in your body is to give you energy, not like the kind of energy experience if you drink caffeine where it's an actual stimulant that's like blocking neurotransmitters and making you feel this kind of high, but it's actually the fuel source that you use to then burn and do things. And if you eat too much of it, like if you eat, and this is true for protein too, but if you eat too much carbohydrate or too much fats, more than you're going to burn in a day, then you store that energy as fat. So if you eat too many calories, if you eat too much carbohydrates, too much fat, you're going to store it. It has a very different role than that. It can be converted into sugars, but proteins like core role is actually to help replace the proteins. The protein that you eat is to replace the proteins in your body. Proteins are this thing throughout your body that make up most of your body, over half of the solid mass. Like, yes, it makes up your muscle, but your heart is made up of a bunch of proteins. Your liver, your kidneys, your eyes, your skin, your hair, like you largely are made up of these proteins. On top of that, even things like your brain chemistry, the neurotransmitters, the chemicals in your brain that, that conduct and create emotions that you experience are the derivatives of proteins. They are amino acids, these little building blocks. So if someone is not eating enough protein, you can tell oftentimes. Yeah. They're going to look less vibrant. Their skin's going to look less vibrant. Their hair, their eyes, their energy levels. Sorry. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not trying to be like, Liv, you look No, terrible. I know that like, I did. No. And but, look, my <laughs> trainer, I think the best trainers in the world are, are the ones that don't baby you. They tell mm -hmm. you exactly how it is and they want the best for you. And they're a resource and wealth of knowledge. And that moment was so clear to me because if you look at a picture from me then, and by the way, like 
when you go to the gym, you're going at seven, eight in the morning, you're not all glammed up. Like you are your raw version of yourself. And I prefer it that way because I want my trainer or whoever I'm working out with to be able to say, hey, like I'm noticing this, let's fix it. Whereas, you know, if you're wearing all the makeup and stuff, you can't really see the root problems. I love that. That's a really great point. Like when you're when you're hiring people to help you with your yeah. health, don't try to like fake who you are to them. You try to be as real as you can because that's their job is to try to help you be totally. healthier and more vibrant. And no judgment to those who go to the makeup to, to the gym and makeup. Like show up however you want, wherever you want. But for me, it's always been important to be my most authentic, kind of vulnerable self in those settings so that I can kind of face whatever truth it is. I think back to that time and I had just gone through a very kind of stressful period in my life and my hair was super brittle. My skin was not great. I was having a lot of breakouts, but even just the co- my coloring was off. Like I looked really run down. So to your point, he was able to see it really quickly. I think when, when someone starts to spot it, they, they'll see it more and more. So you brought up earlier amino acids and proteins. Let's break this all down so people can understand it. Because even for me, I remember when even my trainer brought it up to me, by the way, forever ago, he was like, let's talk about aminos. Let's talk about proteins. And I kind of went blank. So tell me the difference, how they work together. Give us, give us the rundown. Okay. So here's how it works. I briefly mentioned earlier that you eat proteins to help rebuild the proteins in your body. Well, the proteins, both in our body and in the foods that we eat, are made up of this smaller thing called amino acids. So just think of amino acids as the building blocks, like the little bricks that that make all the proteins that we eat and the proteins in our body. And so when we eat protein, whether it's plants or animal or whatever source that we prefer, it's all made up of these building blocks called amino acids. And there's different combinations of them that are better or worse for us or that our body can use in more efficient ways. So when we, when we eat a whole food protein, we're, we're eating it to have our stomach break it down, get out the, the amino acids from it, really the essential amino acids in it that then are utilized to help build new proteins in our body. And so you also can just consume the essential amino acids themselves, for example, via supplement. But overall, really, the, the difference between them is just if you, if you take an amino acid on its own, it's an isolation from the whole protein. And really, the, the advantages of it, you can't use it to replace foods, but the advantages of it is that it's much more efficient and effective for what protein does. I feel like after I, you know, I wake up, I go to the gym, I come home, I'll usually have a Keon mixed berry is my flavor. I'll do that right after. And my ability to I get like very sore Mm -hmm. like uncomfortably sore like I will be limping the next day but that was pre-taking amino acids I feel like I'm able to bounce back from a workout better both physically both energetically so talk to me a little bit about the way that amino acids work efficiency wise absolutely so when you eat a high quality protein I'll just say egg whites egg whites are a very high quality protein or like a whey protein powder is a very efficient protein it's basically only protein. Like there's not, there's nothing else in it. Even if you eat a piece of chicken, like there's right. fat in it. There's other things that are actually in. Noted. In, yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a high quality protein like that, only about 40%, 40 to 45% is essential amino acids. The rest are the non-essential amino acids. So there's nine that are essential and 11 that are non-essential. The essential amino acids are called essential because your body cannot make them. If you eat the essential, you can actually convert the essential into the non-essential via your liver. Wow. 
so really the nine are important because you, you have to eat them. They're the things, they're why, you're, why you have to eat the protein. I didn't realize that your body also can't make them. Yes, you, they cannot make them. And that's when like lots of the arguments between like plant protein and animal protein diet folks are always arguing about complete proteins. A complete protein means that it has all nine of the essential amino acids in sufficient amounts. That said, the thing that's often overlooked and it's very clear in all of the literature is that essential amino acids are not only the amino acids that your body that you have to eat, they're also what we might call the quote active component of the protein. They're the part of the protein that stimulates new protein synthesis. So the way that our body works is that say all the proteins in our body, let's just take our, our heart, for example, is made up of all these little proteins. Well, in order to basically keep all the proteins fresh, they're in a continuous state of being broken down and then rebuilding themselves. So proteins break down into the individual amino acids and then they re-back build into oh. new proteins. But when they break apart into those 20 amino acids, you can't reuse them all. Some are no longer good, for example. Like that's kind of the simplest way of describing it. And so you pee them out. They get turned into urea and you pee them out. So that is why you have to eat new amino acids, new proteins and new essential amino acids that are in those proteins to help rebuild that tissue. If you don't, you will die. Like you literally have to eat protein for the essential amino acids to help rebuild your organs. So when you are trying to eat a protein versus eating an essential amino acid, the essential amino acid is you get basically the core active component of it immediately. And so it's twice as efficient as an essential amino acid supplement. And again, you have to have all nine of the essential amino acids and a certain type of, of formula to make it work similar to how protein works but it's twice the impact, twice as efficient as a whole food protein outside of any type of exercise, simply because it has twice the impact. But when you combine it with exercise, like for example, if you take essential amino acids before you exercise, it has three times the rate of muscle protein synthesis as a protein because your body doesn't have to break it down. It just basically, it goes directly from your stomach into your blood and it's immediately available to your organs and to your muscle. I would love to know, how do you take this? Are, do you take it before you work out, while you're working out? I've always thought that, you know, I, I wake up in the morning and I kind of go straight to the gym. So my after routine is kind of where I feel at home. Like I'll make a smoothie, I'll have my aminos. How do you do it? So I think the, I think the most important thing to think about in terms of all of this is daily eating enough protein yeah. or at the heart of that, eating enough essential amino acids. And ideally, I try to consume one gram of high quality protein or half a gram of essential amino acids per pound of body weight, which when you start to think about that, like, yeah, the math in my head is, well, we'll go simple math. I'm not <laughs> assuming that people weigh hundred pounds. We'll just right. say you weigh hundred pounds. That okay. means you'd want to eat hundred grams of protein a day. Okay. You weigh 150 pounds, 150 grams of protein a day. And so, or the equivalent of that would be for a hundred pound person, 50 grams of essential amino acids, which is okay. really the essential part of the protein. Now, I'm not saying stop eating protein and just start taking right. these supplements. Healthy balance, guys. Healthy, healthy balance. balance. Yeah. So I think the primary ways that I think about it is throughout the day, I'm trying to ensure that I'm eating enough protein. And that could look like eating eggs. That could look like eating Greek yogurt, yeah. chicken, tuna fish. I have a I have an omnivorous diet, so I'm, I'm happy to, to mix and match. Yeah. That said, it still can be hard to consume that much protein. And I can get tempted my wine to have like, carb snacks or other things like that. So you start thinking about, well, maybe like a protein powder in my smoothie is a way to get it in. And really essential amino acids are one more solution like that. 
I think they're a more efficient solution than a protein powder. And since they're vegan, they're really like, I think the most efficient vegan solution or plant-based solution for getting the essential amino acids you need. So the way I consume them are, for example, I like to wake up in the morning and I don't like to eat right away. Me too. I kind of like to, not, I'm like not an hour and a half. Yeah, or I'm so. not trying to be like a fasting person, but I like to just not eat right away. That said, I know that anytime my body goes without eating protein or amino acids for more than three hours, you go into this, what's called a net muscle protein loss, which is not like, it's not a crisis if you're, if you're, you know, I'm, almost, I'm 39. Like yeah. it's not like a huge deal, but as you get older, like you really want to try to maintain the muscle mass that you have because it's, it's very helpful for longevity. So in that case, I know that if I'm fasting, then I'm starting to break down more of the proteins in my body than I'm rebuilding. Okay. And thus I'll take amino acids first thing in the morning with some coffee. And thus I know like immediately I'm giving my body what it needs to maintain all the function of my organs, of my muscles, of my neurotransmitters. So my mood will feel better. And it makes me kind of just start the day with like a very even smooth mood. Then I consume it. I personally take it before and after exercise. Okay. If you take it before exercise, it basically gives you more energy during the exercise and it helps prevent muscle fatigue. Because the reason why your muscles get tired when you exercise is because you're actually breaking down the muscles to supply the blood with new amino acids. So when you, when you put a lot of amino acids into your system before you exercise, it keeps you from needing to break down the muscle as much. And thus you don't get as, as you, have, you have more energy, you don't get as fatigued. If you take it after, then it especially helps with recovery. It basically helps prevent as much of the muscle protein breakdown that occurs for the next day, two days after you do some kind of strenuous exercise. And so it really helps with recoveries. I'm excited for tomorrow morning because I'm going to switch up my way of doing it. I was doing it for recovery, but I'm I'm most interested in energy. Again, I have Hashimoto's, mm-hmm. so energy and making sure that my blood sugar kind of stays the same all day is really important to me and has been a main focus of my food. So I eat every three hours. Like I'm waking up 930, mm-hmm. 1230, 330, 630, and then I'm done. And that's just what has worked best for me. Well, I think the I think the thing that's true is if you're if you're having a big breakfast, lunch and dinner, you maybe like you're eating enough calories and enough protein during that period that you, you maybe shouldn't be snacking. Like if you're right. eating really big meals, that's the nuance, right? I guess that's why I'm legitimizing someone saying like, oh, I shouldn't snack. But like right. maybe if you ate slightly smaller meals and I'm not I'm not trying to say this is right for everyone, totally. but, but you could eat six slightly smaller meals and right. then you could eat three times throughout the day and it wouldn't be bad for you. It wouldn't necessarily, it wouldn't be bad for your blood sugar. It wouldn't be bad for your protein synthesis. It could be just positive for you. Right. It's also okay if you want to eat three meals a day. That can also be a good solution. But I think many people find the three hours and actually one of the elements around that, I don't know if you kind of strategically try to do this, but if you ensure that you get enough amino acids via protein or supplement each of those three hours, that's what really helps the mood. Wow. Because it's not just the it's not just the the fluctuations of blood right. sugar. Again, it's this it's this element of when you consume protein or the amino acids inside of them, you kickstart this process of new protein synthesis. Your body starts building new proteins at a at a higher rate than it normally would. It lasts for three hours. Then when that's over, you start going into a net loss. You right. start breaking down more than you're building. And that can be good for your body. Can ha- it's nice to have a break. That's I mean, I, while we sleep at night, it's fine. But during the day, it, for some people, it can be the kind of thing that help that then makes you feel more tired. Right. In that period, and if you have a little bit of protein or a little bit of amino acids in that period, 
it's a great solution. So I was just going to say, if during your snack periods you find uh, it's not really like a time, I'm just having a piece of fruit or something instead of I don't know yogurt or something that's more protein centric. If you had amino acids, if you had a little bit of a key on aminos during that period as well, you might find an extra little boost. Say you're someone who has a great eating routine right now or that mm-hmm. you do get protein in all three of your meals or yeah. six meals, whatever you guys want to do. Yeah. <laughs> do you recommend replacing the protein in that meal with the with key on aminos or can you pair them together and marry them together? I wouldn't say replace them. Okay. But maybe here's a bit more nuance for you. So okay. when we think about protein, really I would equate essential amino acids like key on aminos to the essential amino acids that are in a complete protein. Okay. So oftentimes people think I'm eating a protein, but like, for example, people think collagen is a complete protein. Right. It's not a complete protein. It's a great source of, not to nerd out, but hydroxyproline, proline, glycine, these very specific amino acids that, are, that can be good for skin and hair, but they're not a complete protein. But if what you mean is like, hey, instead of having eggs for breakfast, should I take these essential amino acids? Like, no, eat eggs. Eggs are great. Like eat real food when you right. can. I think the, the idea comes back to more are you eating enough protein? Like, I don't know if, I don't know if with your trainer, you've done tracking, you've kind of looked into it and seen really how much protein you're eating in a day, but most people have a hard time hitting those higher amounts of a gram of protein per pound of body weight. And when you do, I can promise you, anyone who's tried it, you notice how much better you feel. You notice your energy levels, you notice your vibrancy, you notice your body composition will change. And so, you know, I I think if you're already at those really high levels, then something like, essential amino acids, I would consider them more as just a pre-workout, intra-workout, post-workout. For people that are having a harder time doing that and you just want like something else to help compensate, then they're a really good solution at times either when you're not having food, like instead of a snack type period. Like, I don't know, it's like the middle of the afternoon, you had lunch, you're not really hungry, but you're like feeling kind of snacky (laughs) or whatever, instead of having an unhealthy snack or another coffee, like that's a great time to have key on aminos because- Really good example. It's going to support your energy levels. And actually that was a great example. I recently did another podcast or a podcast interview and that's actually how she got exposed to it was her trainer had recommended, hey, before you go for your walk in the afternoon, take these, like replace your other kind of, I don't know what poor habit she had. Maybe she's eating a cookie or something. Right. No, it's like- It's like that mid- That's a killer for me. And so I I really love that you just brought this Mm -hmm. up. So hearing just kind of the different worlds that it can go into, and especially this like four or five o'clock snack, it's like the witching hour of food. It's like you've, you know, you had lunch maybe three, four hours ago. You're two hours to dinner if you are eating the three meals a day. And I find that that's where people can kind of get in trouble, especially myself. I'll go for that extra second matcha, which like I don't need mm-hmm. to get me through the rest of the day. Or I'll eat something kind of carb heavy because I'm like, oh, I want to sustain myself. And like, I've been good for the rest of the day. You know, this is like my one time. So the fact that this feels like a really good alternative to maintain your energy, but also get aminos in your body, this feels like kind of a really good unlock. Yeah, I think a lot of people use use essential amino acids at this time because of that. And with yeah. something like, Amino, it's like they're all natural flavors, but it's watermelon, lime, right. berry, mango. It's like a nice kind of fun fruit drink right. treat, it feels like. But it actually functions very similar to protein in that it's very satiating. Yeah. The way that amino acids work in the body is they really do help curb your appetite too. So it's it's a way of making a good decision versus kind of a breaking down at the end of the day, like when when you could maybe 
which so I, I have been, I've made those mistakes in the past where it's like, oh, I just need this coffee. And I drink coffee at like 5 p.m. And then my sleep that night is messed Awful, up. Awful, yeah. And so if I had just chosen, you know, the aminos instead, then would have had good energy through the rest of the day. I probably would have made better decisions around dinner and then I would have slept, you know, slept better and you know, my whole night and then my next day is better. It's really amazing. This, it's something that's been on my mind a lot. And I feel like I just want to like share the, the gospel of protein because what you were saying earlier about how if everyone listening went and did a test right now as to whether they got enough protein in their diet, I think they'd be really surprised at how much they're missing. I really would. I want to do it myself because now that I'm a bit more into it, I'm just curious to see if I'm actually hitting those right points. But it's such an interesting subject. How did you get into this? I honestly, I think I was- He's smiling extra big right now, guys. (laughs) As if I just asked him the craziest question. Well, it's a funny thing. I- I feel like I was born into it. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, my family, I was born into a family where my parents had a natural health food store, natural health food restaurant. Wow. My dad had been in the supplement business. They were really into nutrition, like super. I, I was telling you before the show today that I'm, I'm from Austin, Texas, and they were like very old school hippies from Austin in the natural health food business. So when I was three, four years old, I remember my mom giving me amino acids. And I remember oh. us talking about protein and talking about, you know, if we're eating right, like why we eat rice and beans and combine them together because there's a better amino acid profile. So it started out with a pretty nerdy hippie upbringing. I mean, I think that's how I ended up where I am today. I love that, though, <laughs> because I think it's, you know, I've interviewed so many people on this show and the best stories, the ones that I'm always most connected to are the ones where the idea or the concept or what it is that you're sharing with the world is something that was so intrinsic to the way that you were brought into the world. Like things that were just such an innate part of who you are that maybe some people haven't been lucky enough to have in their life. Like you were so lucky to be raised in this family that focuses on health and be taught that at such a young age. So then to be able to flip it and share it with everybody is so cool. It is really cool. And I think about, you know, I think I get the questions a lot now because Keon is a more successful business and it's just, it's really blown up over the last few years. People are like, well, like, how did you do it? And what do you do? And like, how did you decide on the market? And like business people ask me very businessy questions. And, you know, I, I, we as a team never took the approach of what's, you know, what's the addressable market and how do we break this down and how we go and get it and like win it in that way. It was really, what products do we love? What products do we want to take? What products are those that can serve the most amount of people and that every single day, like I can be passionate about, you know, like I brought my son today to this, to this interview, sitting out in the waiting room and he takes our aminos. Wow. He takes our protein. And like, I need to be confident and believe in something enough that like I'm devoting my life to it and their products I give to my family. So it's like, I feel like it's gotta be that way. You know, and so it's funny when people ask me, like, how did you, it's like, there's going to be some like hardcore, I don't know, marketing analysis strategy to it. And it's like, I'm just passionate. Yeah. Like, it's just, I believe in what it is. And so I'm like you, like, I like, I like hearing those stories more. And that's what drives me. And it's also what drives the people around you to care about it equally as much. Yeah. And some of these small changes, I mean, just the fundamentals of something like protein and amino acids, like how, how much of an impact it can have on so many other parts of your life. I mean, right. I think people often talk about it, whether, you know, if you're, if you're in business, then they, they will, they'll talk about, well, you know, does your, do your physical practice impact you? What about your diet or your sleep, et cetera? 
or you know, if you're an athlete, they talk about what about your mental space, your emotional health, et cetera. Like, there's all these different pieces of life that when you get them in line and you f- really just figure out the basics of them, like they don't have to be that complicated, they can have huge impacts. So literally something like this tiny little, the small short podcast on protein and amino acids. If someone actually listens to it, implements it, tries looking at how much protein they're currently consuming, tries maybe essential amino acids in and around exercise or to help complement that piece of their diet. And three or four weeks later, their energy levels change and they're doing better at work and they're feeling better in their relationships and they're succeeding more. It's like, it, it, it actually, it can change the way that they experience, you know, their, their fashion career. Even. I mean, I'm like radiatingly smiling right now <laughs> because it, it is true. I mm. truly feel like I have like an extra energy pack in my body. I really hope that this episode was inspiring to you and impactful and can at least help you guys make these small changes in my life because they've been game changing for me in my health and the way I feel about myself in the past year, truly, and hopefully for many years to come. But for people listening right now who should try one thing from Keon, what should it be? The first thing I would recommend trying is, is Keon Aminos. I really think it's, it's the most fundamental supplement for your overall fitness. And that doesn't just mean like your ability to go out and run or lift weights or do Pilates, but really like to have, to feel fit. It's, it's the most fundamental supplement. But also I do want to give a shout out to all your other products too. (laughs) Protein powder. You guys also make coffee, which is amazing. Supplements. There's something for everybody on there as well. What's your favorite flavor? We might get get into an argument on this. Gosh, my, my favorite flavors are mango and lime. I love the mixed berry. It's probably, that's probably been one of the most surprising things to me in building this business is how different people perceive flavor. (laughs) I'm like, I had no idea. Like I just, I really had no idea how different people perceive flavor. Mixed berry fan club, guys. Mixed berry. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. This is so great. Thanks for having me, Liv. I really appreciate everything you do and especially coming on shows like this and sharing also what you're doing. And it's just been so great to meet you. I really appreciate and feel so grateful for this kismet moment with you. So thanks for coming on. It was such a good opportunity. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Friend of a Friend. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Bs. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.